Hello, HeroScapers. You're listening to another edition of Scape Talk, the podcast where HeroScapers talk HeroScape. I'm your host, Screaming Truth, owner and operator of HeroScapers.com, and this is our pre-Gen Con podcast. Panorama. He's a Gen Con fanatic. His entire year revolves around these four days, and as pathetic as that might be, it makes him perfect for this podcast. Now, you're local to Indy, right? I am local to Indy. The home uh, of Gen Con. So you have a little insight. What else qualifies you for talking to the others about Gen Con? Well, besides being the local Gen Con junkie here in Indy, prior to Indy, I made, when I lived on the West Coast, I made three trips to Gen Con Milwaukee, the former home down at the beautiful, decrepit Mecca in downtown Milwaukee. So I've been to three in Milwaukee, and I think doing the math here, I skipped the very first year here in Indy in 03, so this is my third in Indy. So I'll have six Gen Cons under my belt here at the uh, end of uh, two weeks from today, I think. Well, let's start off with food. Oh, geez. You know, the biggest thing I hear people talk about is the cost and, you know, um, flying in the hotels and, you know, you can shave everything, but uh, food is the big one. And, you know, you don't have to spend 50 bucks on food every day. The thing I look for, especially as a hotel, you know, when you book your tickets, make sure your hotel has the big free breakfast bar. Uh, I think, you know, last year, the hotel we stayed in, they do a pretty good spread, and I'm not a breakfast person, but I drag my sorry butt out of bed every morning at 8.30 a.m., and I just stuff my face on breakfast, and I won't be eating again until 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon at that. Uh, other food advice is, you know what, if you can, you know, there's some local stores down there, and nobody needs to jot anything down. I've put together some quick show notes, but there's a grocery store not too far from most of the major hotels downtown. And I live on PB&J and uh, bananas, apples, and bottled water while I'm at the convention. Avoid, avoid, avoid the food court there at the Convo. Uh, they will just they will rip you off. You'll blow more money there that you could be blowing on games and event tickets and the fun stuff. Do you remember any examples of prices? Oh, geez, four dollars for a bottle of water. It was five or six bucks for a slice of cheese pizza. And the funny thing is, you see people standing in line all day long at this food court. When, I mean, worst case, you could walk through, I guess, for those who are not familiar with the Gen Con Convention Center, it's right in the heart of downtown. It's a fairly large facility, but it's connected by skywalks to a, a, major, a downtown mall there, and there's a food court. You could walk over to the food court and eat for less than you could there at the uh, Gen Con food court. It's just, it's, it's a major ripoff. Major, major ripoff. So, what about drinks? Uh, drinks as in water or drinks as in adult beverages? Well, uh, drinks as in adult beverages. How, adult, how, adult do, beverages? how do people who want to get their drink on, what do you suggest? <laughs> Well, the most popular, I've seen a lot of people ask me, Panorama, what's the Ram? What is the Ram? The Ram is a very good, it's one of the, the, the few places in downtown Indy that I will eat and drink at on a regular basis. It is a brew pub, probably two blocks right around the corner from Gen Con. It seems to be a good meeting place, and the best part about the place is the staff, the manager, he loves the gamers. He goes full out every year to welcome the gamers in. There are some places downtown where... You know, they make fun of the gamers, they make fun of the LARPers. Well, everybody makes fun of the LARPers, but as the, the crew from uh, Dallas-Fort Worth can attest, butt-face ale is probably one of the best beers in the face of the planet. 
Uh, the other way to go cheap on your drink, um, one of my favorite liquor stores in downtown Indy is John's Wine and Ale. If you can get past the winos, they're in the alley in the front door. They've got a great selection. And once again, it's probably an eight-block walk for most hotels at the most. Avoid, 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 once again, the free beer and wine that most places will do there in the evening. I won't name any names, but uh, a famous scaper, uh, well, she overdid it last year at the, uh, the, the Friday night free wine and beer and uh, ruined her rest of her Friday night evening Gen Con experience. I remember this well. I, I remember I remember the certain scaper having to be escorted back to her hotel room. <laughs> With the these are real D20s uh, shirt on. <laughs> oh, we're going to get a whooping for this. <laughs> okay, so uh games. Everybody goes to Gen Con for the games. And okay, you've got and, some. You, know, you got a few game notes down here. Why don't you share those with I do have some game notes, and let me preface: this is the point where you and I disagree, and this is it's not that me. we disagree. I, we we disagree on points. Go ahead, you go ahead and tell the people what your idea is, or or what your general statement is that I hear uh, all all leading up to Gen Con, after Gen Con, and during Gen Con. Go ahead, give it to them, <laughs> preacher man. My, I'm I'm gonna preach. My point of Gen Con is, yeah, let, let's use uh, let's use Scape as an example. Scape's a good game. It's a fun game. But for me personally, I could not go for four days and just solely focus on Scape. You are missing 99% of what Gen Con is all about. The thing for Gen Con for me, besides the people watching, is getting out there on the dealer hall, the dealer floor, and looking for the new games that are debuting, looking for games maybe I've never played before, and just hitting that floor hard and furious the first two days and just demoing as many games as I can. I mean, to me, that's part of the fun. And yeah, you know what? I'll get some scape in, and I think I'm even actually playing in a couple uh, Marvel or Swarm of the Morrow on Thursday afternoon, and it's fun, but I couldn't focus on just one game. And there are a lot, a lot, a lot of people, not just Scape, uh, Magic the Gathering, D&D, miniatures. You will see people hauling these giant rolling suitcases full of painted lead miniatures. And, yeah, that's awesome. You know, they're into it. But to me, that's that's not me. They're missing so, so much of the Gen Con experience, what it's all about is – you know what? If you play Escape, you know, look at something else. Look at a CCG, for God's sakes, if you had to. Uh, look at a good German board game. Sit down, play it. You, you'd be surprised. You might you might actually like it. Okay, now, and, and well, point, I agree with point you. Counter, point, counterpoint. <laughs> well, I agree with you that that's part of what I loved about going to Gen Con is playing all the new games and and especially post you know after gen con gen con nights are the best because that's when you're getting together and actually playing all these games that people are on the floor buying uh people who you come with and and people who you meet up with while you're there but as a counterpoint i think that part of the beautiful thing about gen con is that it supports so many different types uh there are people who will go and play HeroScape the whole time because that's what they want to do. There are people who will come and they'll role play the whole time because that's what they want to do. There are people who will come for the Magic the Gathering tournaments because that's what they want to do. And, and it supports all that. There are Magic the Gathering tournaments the whole way through. We have HeroScape 
tournaments going the whole way through. So if it, that's it, what you're into and that's what was, you love and that's what you want to make the trip for, then Gen Con makes that possible. And I think that's part of the beautiful thing about Gen Con. No, well, yeah, no need to look down on somebody who maybe doesn't like doesn't like to hit the dealer hall as much as just meet up with the people they know online and play the game that they love. I would first off one, I would never put anybody down. Second, <laughs> second, when you when when truth says that's all they do, the the, the hearscape events are are the abnormality, the abnormality, the abnorm out of the norm. Let's do that out of the norm. They go from about 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. There are events that start Wednesday evening, and they go 24/7 the entire Gen Con to closing their Sunday afternoon, which is just mind-boggling. And I think this is where uh, people get kind of the, the LARPer funk mentality of all gamers because there are people there who are staying up 48, 72, 96 hours playing one game and one game only. And it's amazing. It's amazing watching these people who never leave these rooms. Uh, now that's a bit extreme for me. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily condone that type of behavior, but I'm not going to go about telling people how they should spend their Gen Con. I think that how you spend your Gen Con is is completely up to you. You paid the money to make the trip, and uh, you're going to do what you want to do. And- oh, yeah, just have fun. And my saying is, my, my free piece of advice is, you know what? Explore, experience everything you can. I agree. Yep. If you if you are in it just for HeroScape, uh you know, don't be afraid to hook up with somebody who you know who plays a lot of different games and ask them to uh, go demoing with you because they're going to know kind of what's hot and what's up and coming. And uh, that's that's fun too. Uh, if if you if you want, check it out. You know, some downtime from your skate tournament, make it happen. Um, the other t- couple quick game piece advice. You know what? Yeah, it's great. You come across the game that you love. You don't have to buy it there at Gen Con on the dealer floor because I bet 90% of the time you're going to be able to go home and either order online or go to your local friendly game store and buy it there. I can tell you I will probably buy one, maybe two kind of must-have games I've been looking forward to all year that I've read the reviews on. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll play, but I don't buy everything I like. It's yeah, just, you can definitely get them cheaper online, the games from the deal from what you can on the dealer hall, but the dealer hall sometimes will have – uh, games that aren't going to be available in stores for a couple months yet. Um, exactly. And also, the game's right there, and you you have friends waiting back in your hotel room, and you guys all want to try it out. That's another perfect reason to buy at Gen Con. But other than that, uh, if the game is, is out and already widely available, you might want to put it off until you can get home and order offline and save about 25%. Yeah. I think there was one or two instances last year where I saw there were actually deals... Uh, one main manufacturer, they had kind of little contests throughout the entire week where if you demoed X number of games, you received a coupon for 50% off any one of their games that they carried in their catalog. And that, that was worth it. That was a no-brainer. Some some people told me uh, over the past couple of years, the one year I only went for one day and then last year I went for the whole time, and people were telling me that, oh, on Sundays you can go in there and you can get a deal because everybody's looking to not have to ship home. And I went in on Sunday, uh, it was around 2, 2 in the afternoon, right before I was getting ready to leave, and boy, I, I just couldn't find those deals that everybody was talking about. Well, it's not so much the big boys, you know, the big three, you know, because, you know, work's paying for shipping home. It's the independent, uh, the mom and pops who show up, the folks who were 
as I say, around the perimeter of the, the dealer's hall where you what they've loaded up their U-Haul themselves, they've driven, you know, 800 miles and they want cash in pocket and hauling stuff back home, you know, it's not money in their pocket and they're paying for gas, they're paying for shipping. So that's where I found the best deals. It could be people who, you know, Mage Knight figures, D&D figures who, you know, they might have been selling for 30 bucks. You know, they're, they're an ultra rare. You know, they might knock them down to 20, 25, you know, not you know 90% off, but they're going to be willing to deal to get the sale. It's one less thing they have to pack up and take home. Same thing with the t-shirt vendors, folks doing artwork. God forbid the people selling you know swords and knives and battle axes. You know, they they, they don't want to you know pack that crap up, take it home. And usually that starts around 2:30 on Sunday afternoon because uh, the floor closes at four. That's always comforting news too that that people can buy large weaponry right there in the crowded room. Uh, any psycho can get a hold of a uh, weapon. Oh, and, and, you know, and all that stuff you buy, unless you brought empty suitcases or uh, some of my other travel tips, you got to pay to ship that stuff home. And yeah, guess what? There is a UPS vendor on site there. They charge premium rates on Sunday, and there are people online all day Sunday waiting to pack up their stuff and ship it home. You know, if you're going to pay the shipping, you know, pay the $8 for the game once you get home and order from online. Right. So be prepared to uh, anything that you buy to take it home with you or pay a, a buttload on shipping. Okay. Was that it for games? Did you have any other oh, game you know, comments? I guess the other game comments is if, you know, I bet a lot of you have talked to your peeps, talked to your homies. You're all going to get together, as Truth said, every night and do some gaming into the wee wee hours. You know what? plan ahead uh why don't you guys plan you don't need people bringing 10 copies of one game and everybody left home you know the other nine great games you could have played you know talk ahead and uh we ran this a little bit last year but there was this kind of last second stuff where we had multiple copies of memoir multiple copies of settlers things of that nature and uh we were low down in our hotel, and what was your comment about schlepping games up? You weren't going to do it ever again? Yeah, last year I I brought everything that I had, you know. It, it just it didn't work out for me. Not very many of my games got played. I don't know. I, I, you know, I had copies of other games. I brought all my escape stuff and never used it, and, and I just figured, well, I'm driving. I might as well, but it's more hassle than it's worth, so... By the time it gets to Sunday and you're ready to go home, you don't want to be messing with loads of games carrying down. So just uh, kind of plan ahead and figure out what you guys want to play and 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 just bring that. Oh, and I think probably the last thing I want to touch upon is uh, I call my infinite bag of holding, a.k.a. backpacks. You know, nothing can ruin Gen Con worse than either, A, I see people who don't have backpacks and then try and, like, haul around shopping bags all day when they've gone shopping. Or they bring the world's biggest backpack and they come show up first thing in the morning and I bet that mother weighs 50 pounds on their back and it could just ruin, suck the life out of your day. Um, I prefer over-the-shoulder kind of messenger bag. I know you go with the traditional backpack there, Truth. Well, the messenger bag looks a little bit too man purse for my taste. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) It's European. Uh no, the reason I go with the messenger bag is easy to get into. I can like sling it around in the front. I can grab my camera. I can take some pictures, throw the camera back in the bag without having to you know worry about you know ripping off the backpack. You know, hit somebody because especially Thursday morning and Saturday are probably the two busiest days of Gen Con. That floor is packed, and I see people getting hit all the time. 
you know, I see midgets getting run over. I see people getting their toes run over by those pull behind, you know, carts that are holding, you know, all the aforementioned, you know, D and D minis. It's just easier to get into. Um, Saturday is everybody's weekend, so they come, and Thursday mornings, everybody is on the floor getting the first peek at everything and getting the news back to their respective websites. Or a lot of times, a lot of places, like you said, have only Gen Con exclusives where they're selling stuff. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I've talked to people like, hey, what are you in line for? You know, they'll tell me. And they're there standing in line the first hour or two, you know, buying something. Whether it's an exclusive Warhammer, exclusive horror clicks, hero clicks, whatever it might be that is on sale that day. But yeah, you know, I go with a bag that I can get it, you know, reach into, and you know, I pack light, a couple bottles of water, some PB and J, and uh, leave it empty. So if I do get, you know, swag or stuff like that, you know, I got room for it. So when when do you want to buy? If you're there to buy, geez, if I'm there to buy. You know, do your homework ahead of time. Like the aforementioned stuff, uh, last year it was the line that was probably, you know, 300 long. It was exclusive. I believe it was a Warhammer, you know, figurine. And they said, hey, once they're sold out, they're sold out. You know, prioritize. You know, get that first. Then the other stuff that's on sale, you know, I'll buy usually, say it's the Friday afternoon, I'll buy at 5 o'clock so I don't have to, you know, haul around this big old honking copy of Descent all day with me or have to run back to my hotel room which you know that's 20 minutes out of your day run back run back to the game floor but um i do my shopping at the end of the day but every minute counts when you're at gen con because it's only four days out of the year yeah it's almost like being a vegas man there's no clocks on the walls you don't know what's going on before you know it you know they're making that announcement you know 10 minutes till the close of the hall for the day you'd be surprised how fast the time goes any other essentials that should be in the infinite bag of holding? There is a good map on the floor that uh, Gen Con, the final release, um, they've expanded the dealer hall a little bit this year because, oh God, as much as I hate it, they've added video games to my Gen Con. I don't know how this is going to go over, and it's going to be growing over the next three to four years since E3 has folded. Uh, Gen Con has kind of bought the rights to bring the video gamers into the fold here at Gen Con. Um, but yeah, I've got a map in the show notes. I actually have the URL link to the uh, finalized Gen Con floor map. So yeah, that'll be posted. And you should probably take your map with you and uh, before the show opens each day, kind of look around and figure out, get your bearing. Because I know the first time I went, uh, the floor is just so massive. I, I just I couldn't find anything. I was trying oh, yeah. to find games to demo and, and I couldn't find my way around. And, you know, this is once again, I'm not putting the smack down on anybody, but this is your very first Gen Con. The minute you walk in the dealer hall, you will be overwhelmed. I mean, are, are you with me? I mean, the first time you walk in there, it, it is game nirvana. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, it is huge. It's the sounds. It's the signs. I mean, it's, it's just the smells. Every- <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, there, there's no LARP or funk till like Saturday morning. No way, the- dude. No way. When they, when they're all sitting in that uh, that area and they're all stuffed in there waiting for those two doors to open to get into the hall. Definitely, when you got that many people. Even when I was late, waiting in line, there was like five people there. I'm waiting in line for my what, uh, what volunteers badge. You, you sneak through the back doors. You don't wait in line for nothing. <laughs> well, I was waiting in line for my uh, for my game host badge or, or whatever for doing the Heroescapers tournaments last year. And uh, 
was behind somebody who had a funk. I, it was day one. I actually, I think it was Wednesday. We hadn't even started yet. And this, you know, this is the guy that was supposed to be, I don't know, running an event or something. So I don't, so it, it's, it, it's bad. I've, I've heard it's, it's worse some years than it is on others. Oh, Hey, this is going to be my, but my do pod. your part shower and, yes. and don't add to the funk. Um, this is my, uh, podcast easter egg i know a lot of folks are going to be spending a lot of time down i believe it's exhibit hall a the miniature hall where the skate tourney is taking place you want walk to the opposite end of gen con is ballroom 500 that is where almost every other board game in existence is played but the cool thing about ballroom 500 is on the hallway just directly north there is a lending library where you can walk in and uh, some of the folks from, I believe it's Game Base Indie, Game Base 6, they bring in their games as loaners. And you can walk in, uh, either do it for free, or some of them are generic event tickets, which cost $1.50. And you can play any game that they have in there. And it's just awesome. I've picked up games you know, that I've never heard of that aren't on the sales floor, maybe not in production or in print or for sale, but I'll go to eBay when I get home and try and pick those games up. So find a buddy. When you go around to demo, that's, yes. that's very important. Find a group and go and kind of demo it together because you're always going to have more fun when you're demoing games and you're playing games when you're not playing them with strangers. Or th- there is nothing more fun than walking up and demoing a game and acting like none of you know each other before you sit down and you find that one lone individual who has no clue that all four of you are best friends and you're going to gang up on them. <laughs> that's, that's just awesome. All right. Well, that's it for this edition of Scape Talk. Join us next time when I and three of my self-important friends compose meaningless top ten lists. Should be fun. I'm looking forward to seeing you all at Gen Con. Okay, Hoss. Get Jerry to record tonight. Get Edin and get this bad boy up on Friday. I don't know that he'll record tonight, but... He's probably cutting hair or something. Cutting hair or Cutting hair. bathing in a swimming pool full of Sir Hawthorns. <laughs> Something. He lights his cigars with them. <laughs> Flaming Sir Hawthorne heads. <laughs> Throws them away. Yeah, that's just another $100. Who cares? <laughs> that's how Jerry rolls. <laughs>